This is Economy Watch. What you need to know about New Zealand's economic life today. Brought to you by interest.co.nz. Kia ora and welcome to Wednesday's Economy Watch where we follow the economic events and trends that affect Aotearoa. I'm David Chaston and this is the international edition from interest.co.nz. And today we leave with news markets have turned more cautious even as some key commodity prices keep on rising. And today we start with a warning from the US Fed in their financial stability report. They say China's commercial real estate sector bond market woes could spread around the world including to the US if the situation deteriorates there. China Evergrande Group's grace period has now ended and it now faces its biggest payment test yet. They need to make a $148 million interest payment this week and it looks like they just sold a subsidiary for about $140 million to Tencent, another large Chinese company. In the same Fed report, they also pointed to a worsening of the US's public health situation as a near-term risk. Americans are, however, using their credit cards more, according to an updated report on total household debt. But credit card debt is tiny compared to mortgages and lower than both car loans and student debt. Still, credit card use is more volatile and a marker for consumer confidence. Overall, total household debt now totals just over $15 trillion and represents 66% of US GDP. That is marginally higher than the 65.5% level two years ago, but well below the 75% level 10 years ago. American producer prices came in 8.6% higher in October than a year ago, holding the same gain as in September. This is the fastest rise since before the GFC. Perhaps the only silver lining is it didn't increase from September quite as fast as was expected, so perhaps these increases are topping out. The USDA's WASDE update to their agricultural forecasts has them exporting less wheat after smaller crop production. This will raise the world price further, but not too much as Russia, the EU, India and Ukraine are all shipping more wheat to export markets. American corn production is up, however, as are exports. Beef production is raised from the previous month and high expected slaughter of feed cattle and heavier carcass weights. They also expect to export more beef, especially to China, but also import more due to robust domestic demand. They also report lower milk production, higher export demand and higher milk prices. In China, winter has arrived in their northern provinces. All eyes are on their coal reserves. The size of the reversal in Chinese steel production is becoming apparent, and it is impressive in a car crash sort of way. The iron ore price has fallen more than 60% since its peak in May. In something of a positive surprise, the German ZEW business sentiment indicator has risen sharply in November, ending a drift down from the recent highs achieved in May and June. In Australia, business confidence there rose in October, according to the widely watched NAB survey, as lockdowns came to an end in both New South Wales and Victoria. Each of the trading conditions, profitability and employment subcomponents contribute to the improvement in the conditions index, which was driven by gains in New South Wales. Confidence also rose to a six-month high. And the US Treasury 10-year yield opens the day at 1.43% and down a sharp seven basis points since this time yesterday and retreating. And the price of gold will start today at $1,829 an ounce, up another $5 from this time yesterday. And oil prices are firmer too, at just over $81.50 a barrel in the US, while the international Brent price is now just under $83.50 a barrel. Both represent about a 50 US cent gain. And the Kiwi dollar opens today, giving up yesterday's half cent gain, and is back at 71.2 US cents. 
Against the Australian dollar, we're marginally firm at 96.6 Australian cents, but against the euro, we're lower at 61.5 euro cents. That means our trade-weighted index starts today at just on 75. And the Bitcoin price has stayed high and is now at $66,719 and 1% firmer than yesterday. Volatility over the past 24 hours has been moderate at just over plus or minus 2.2%. You can find links to the articles mentioned today in our show notes. Get more news affecting the economy in New Zealand from interest.co.nz. Kia ora, I'm David Chaston and we'll do this again tomorrow. 